0: Welcome to
1: Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman. Today we are delving way, way back into the deepest, darkest, dustiest corners of the Bugle archives to bring you the top story from Bugle issue number two. It was October 2007. Some stories never get old. In this case, the future of the British Empire. Here I am with John Oliver.
0: Top story this week. The UK announced plans to claim a section of the Antarctic for scientific research purposes. Could this be the re-emergence of the British Empire? So many things are reforming now. Led Zeppelin are getting back together. No one thought they'd live to see that. Perhaps it's time for the British Empire to reform. Come on, India, for old time's sake. And does it not say something for how this current American administration is viewed by the world? I think people might even go for that. Yes, we did... Far, far worse things than America could even dream of, but we did it with that certain gentlemanly swagger. We were like Godzilla in a necktie, more elegantly destructive.
1: I think we've deserved a second crack at Empire, John. I think it's great that the Empire is back with a vengeance, albeit not much of a vengeance, and quite an icy vengeance, but yeah. a vengeance nonetheless. Uh, because, you know, we made mistakes first time round. I think, you know, we in Britain would be the first... Maybe not the first, but we'd be amongst the first raft of people to acknowledge that we made mistakes. Hopefully we've learnt our lesson, and we'll do it much better this time, and uh, we'll come up with more sports to give to the world.
0: How this is going to happen is uh, contentious. Uh, Just this August, uh, the Russians laid claim to a large section of the Arctic by planting a flag in the seabed. BP got very excited by this and tried to patent solar power by shoving a flag into the sun, but it frazzled. So, no, really, we're going to have to do something like that. I suggest, Andy, that we airdrop some members of the royal family over there. No-one could deny a regal claim like that. Those penguins need a head of state. We'll need to pick the hardiest ones. They'll have to be able to survive inhospitable tundra, though.
1: You're looking at the Kents there, Duke and Duchess of Kent.
0: Really? Uh, you reckon they've got what it takes?
1: Well, the Duke of Kent actually spent 15 years in his youth as a polar bear, doing research on polar bear populations in the Arctic. So he's probably ready for it. How, how do you know that, Andy? Uh, well, it's a rumour. Really? Yep. I mean, it's one that's just just started about 30 right. seconds ago. OK, <laughs> but, but it's a rumour nonetheless, and no smoke. It's already caught on. No smoke without fire. <laughs> Antarctica Facts. Most newspapers like to disrupt the flow of a long article with a box of facts because they don't trust your attention span. Well, neither do we, so here are some facts about Antarctica. Antarctica is world-ranked number one in continents in dryness, coldness, windiness, iciness, and altitudinousness. That makes it the greatest continent in the world. Antarctica is home to more than 200 penguins. Antarctica claimed that it remained neutral during World War II, but its true feelings were perhaps revealed when it failed to join in the
0: celebrations at the end. Antarctica was closed for repairs throughout the 1970s. Those are all facts.
1: I'm a bit worried, though, John, that, that, You know, in some ways, about the empire coming back. Um, it's like history repeating on itself, but only more so. And I'm just worried that we're going to march into Antarctica, steal their natural resources, and then flounce off, leaving Antarctica socially and economically unstable. And I really just hope that we treat the people of Antarctica better than we treated our other conquests uh, around the world. Otherwise, there's another continent with major grudges against us. And I think that actually might make it the full set. Is there any continents that we haven't really annoyed?
0: I don't think so, but well, what we will do is offer Antarctica... Antarctica a railway system?
1: Well, they bloody need it.
0: Because, once again, that will be the very least we could do.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, Captain Scott did try that, and that's why he lost. If he only hadn't been laying a railway track all the way, (laughs) he might have beaten Amundsen to the South Pole.
0: Now, there are also claims on the land coming in from Australia, France, Chile and Argentina, and all claims must be into the UN by May 2009. That is the deadline. And this has become a new gold rush or an ice rush. So let's get this moving, Andy. Um, We hereby claim 4,000 square miles on the eastern peninsula of the Antarctic.
1: I think the Bugle really has legitimate claims on that land. Uh, There's some very rich deposits of satire there that we need to mine to really boost this podcast. So uh, hopefully it'll be ours. But I think Britain really does... Deserve it. I should point out there have been some reciprocal claims by Antarctica, the Antarctican embassy in London, um, or as we know at the Penguin Enclosure at London Zoo, has claimed uh, sovereignty over Lincolnshire. So it does look like war between our two great nations is increasingly inevitable, if inevitability can in fact increase.
0: Uh, now this is a very controversial move. Greenpeace have already bleated that it's colossally irresponsible. But you know, if they think that's irresponsible, they should really see what we've been doing to the North Sea for the last decade. And it does go directly against the 1959 land treaty, which Britain signed, saying there will be no new claims on land. But, come on, we've signed a lot of papers in our history. We can't be expected to remember what all of them said.
1: Yeah, and we were drunk at the time, so yeah. legally it is not binding. But I think, th- I think the really good thing, John, is that it shows we're learning our lessons from our mistakes in Iraq as well. Uh, whereas instead of trying to get our oil in a place where there are already people living... We're now trying to get it in a place where the most dangerous military resistance is going to come from a seal with an especially knobbly snout. And, <laughs> but but no, don't that's... write that off, because actually seals took out more British subs than the entire German U-boat fleet in the Second World War.
0: But th- that's a good point, though, because w- you're not allowed to drill for mineral resources there, and we've we've claimed that what we're just going there for scientific research, and that is entirely true. We just want to scientifically research how much oil we can get out of there, <laughs> and then maybe scientific research how much money we could get paid for that oil i don't i don't see what's so hard for them to understand there are going to be graphs Andy. maybe we didn't make that clear enough there are going to be graphs
1: thank you for listening you can help keep the bugle and the podcasts in the bugle stable thriving by donating in a number of ways go to the buglepodcast.com for more information Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss